There's no better time to become a member of the DSR network. Later this month, we'll be announcing a major media partnership to our ever-expanding lineup of podcasts, bringing you even more insight and analysis than ever before. Members enjoy an ad-free listening experience, bonus content for virtually all of our shows, an invitation to the member-only Slack community, an evening newsletter recapping the day's top stories, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of October, you can take 50% off the membership price for the first month. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SPOOKY at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SPOOKY. Thank you very much for your support. It's October 12th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The Gaza Strip, home to 2.3 million people, is facing a dire humanitarian crisis as it endures relentless Israeli airstrikes in retaliation for a deadly attack by Hamas. Most of Gaza's population is without electricity and water, with its sole power station running out of fuel, and this has disrupted water supply and sewage treatment. The situation is described as one of dread and hopelessness, with civilians trapped in one of the world's most densely populated areas. Over 1,000 people have reportedly been killed, and over 175,000 have been displaced since the start of the conflict. Medical supplies are running low, and hospitals and health facilities are at risk of losing power. People are seeking shelter in overcrowded UN schools, and there's a growing fear of further escalation, including a possible ground invasion by Israel. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken visited Israel amid growing concerns about the conflict with Hamas potentially escalating into a regional crisis. This visit followed Israel's formation of a unity government and an intensified siege on Gaza, with the possibility of a ground offensive. Israeli forces continued to repel sporadic attempts by Hamas militants to enter Israel while considering their next steps in the conflict. The situation has led to significant casualties and destruction, with Palestinian officials reporting over 1,200 deaths and thousands wounded. Tensions also rose in the West Bank and on Israel's northern border. In response, The U.S. has deployed military assets to the region, and Blinken is set to visit the West Bank. A deal between Israeli leaders to form a unity government marked a shift toward a more offensive stance. Gaza is facing a critical humanitarian crisis with a lack of essential supplies, and the U.N. is working on creating a safe passage for civilians. The White House has retracted President Joe Biden's statement claiming he had seen pictures of beheaded children following Hamas's attack on Israel. The reversal came after Biden described witnessing images of mutilated children during a meeting with Jewish leaders, stating it was the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. Unverified claims of beheaded Israeli children and sexual assault by Palestinian armed groups had gone viral on social media. The White House later clarified that neither the president nor U.S. officials had independently seen such pictures or confirmed the reports. The Israeli army and Hamas have denied the allegations, 
and social media platforms have been inundated with fake news related to the Israel-Hamas conflict. Israeli officials reported more than 1,300 killed and 3,000 injured in the Hamas attack, while Israel's retaliation in Gaza left over 1,200 dead and more than 5,600 injured. In other news, Russian forces have launched massive attacks on Ukrainian positions in the eastern part of the country, involving thousands of troops, tanks, and armored vehicles with the aim of encircling Ukrainian forces. While Ukrainian forces have lost control over some positions on the northern outskirts of Avdivka, they continue to hold key parts of the industrial city, situated just 20 kilometers west of the Russian-occupied Donetsk. Avdivka, which had a population of 32,000 before the war, is under continuous Russian attack, resulting in fires and destruction. The Ukrainian military has successfully repelled enemy attacks, but the situation remains intense, leading to a surge in combat deaths. This offensive aims to secure the Russian-occupied city of Donetsk, while also diverting Ukrainian resources away from the southern front. The fighting strains resources and ammunition, prompting Ukraine to seek support from NATO meetings in Brussels. House Republicans are in disarray as they fail to agree on a speaker nominee, resulting in the chamber being leaderless for over a week. The division within the party has prevented them from addressing urgent matters like supporting Israel in its conflict with Hamas and passing budget bills to prevent a government shutdown. Majority Leader Steve Scalise was nominated for speaker but faced opposition from various Republicans, leading to a deadlock. The GOP is struggling to overcome long-standing divisions and grudges, making it challenging to elect a new speaker. The stalemate has caused the House to adjourn, and Democrats have no plans to assist in electing a Republican candidate, adding further complexity to the situation. Defense ministers from over 30 NATO member countries convened in Brussels for a two-day meeting, with discussions focused on various security issues impacting the alliance. Key topics included support for Ukraine amid the ongoing war with Russia, tensions between Serbia and Kosovo, the recent conflict in Israel, and the potential response to damage to a gas pipeline and communications cable in the Baltic Sea. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg highlighted support for Ukraine and NATO missions in Kosovo and Iraq, as well as deterrence and defensive policies. The meeting marked the first ministerial gathering since the NATO summit in Vilnius, where members committed to enhancing defense and deterrence measures. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin emphasized the alliance's unity and commitment to strengthening defense. Additionally, there were concerns about the damaged infrastructure in the Baltic Sea with potential repercussions if a deliberate attack is confirmed. In lighter news, Javante Carter, a 22-year-old internet sensation known as HolyGXD on Instagram, recently made headlines for breaking a unique Guinness World Record by performing the unusual skill of gurning, where he pulled his lower lip over his nose, holding the position for an impressive one minute and two seconds. He achieved this feat on the set of the Italian TV series Low Show Die Record. Carter's accomplishment required him to suspend his breath, and the muscles involved grew fatigued during the attempt. He surpassed the previous record of 53 seconds, set by China's Xu Quan Tang in 2012. 
Carter discovered this peculiar talent back in third grade, amusing his classmates and teacher with his face-distorting abilities. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. A brief programming note. Next week, the DSR Daily Brief will become the DSR Daily Doom Scroll and will include daily conversations with Riley, Chris, and David Rothkoff on the day's top stories. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.